This is a Federal News Network podcast. Vice Admiral Raquel Bono, the director of the Defense Health Agency, is retiring. Her departure comes as all of the military medicine facilities in the eastern half of the United States move from the armed forces to the DHA. The transfer marks the consolidation of more than half of military medical facilities under one agency. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni is here with the latest. And Scott, let's make it clear the facilities are still where they are physically located, but they're just moving under new management of the DHA? That's right. So these are all the the military hospitals, military clinics, things like that. Uh, So everything from Wisconsin down to Texas, and I know that that is not a straight line at all, uh, goes uh, off. So east of that is uh, moving over to DHA. And then next year, on October 1st, the whole western half will move over to DHA. And then the year after that, everything in the world, all the military treatment facilities, will move over. And this has been a project of Admiral Bono, Dr. Bono, or something that she just presided over? This is something that she's presided over that has been mandated by the Defense Authorization Act in, in previous years and also just the Defense Department itself wanting to consolidate and make it easier to uh, make treatments more readily accessible, all under one roof, you know, all streamlined, all those good types of things. Well, I guess they figure maybe they can consolidate the procurement of supplies and parts and things because like the VA, they've got tremendous requirements for just supplies. Yeah, that's part of it. They can also just deliver care better and they can bring in more analytics, big data. Uh, They can standardize and uniform the way people make appointments and all those good types of things. And those are some of the things that the patients are going to see. They're going to see, you know, not exactly visible changes at first, but, you know, like I said, when they make appointments, uh, the processes are going to be standard. And then the DHA will start to look at the analytics and figure out what their patients want more and provide that to them. So under this, the patients are going to see what also what is called the multi-service market. So beforehand, there were only a handful of, of areas that had been uh, used as under the DHA. Now patients have multiple markets that they can go to in their sort of region. So they have a possible uh, choice within where they are. So uh, Admiral Bono said she really didn't expect to, to have charge of these MTS, but it has sort of worked out in a better way. And she talked to reporters earlier this week. In retrospect, it made a lot of sense. Because if you recall, the Defense Health Agency had always been charged with overseeing the TRICARE health plan, which is a very large part of our overall health care system. And what the legislation now allowed us to do was actually see inside the MTFs. And in that regard, we were able now to see the the full range of our, our services that we gave, that we delivered to our beneficiaries, now not only in the purchase care in the network, but also in the MTS. So that, that made a lot of sense in terms of that. I think that um, part of uh, the challenges that we experienced was that change in being able to change in you know, a coordinated fashion is always going to be a challenge. And while each of the services had their own changes that they had to undertake, one of the things that probably wasn't as visible and that we, we spent quite a bit of time here in the Defense Health Agency was providing the changes from within our agency in order to actually execute what we were being directed to do by the, by the statute. So going forward, um, <clears throat> what I'd like for all the folks to, to bear in mind is that uh, we've, we've built ahead of steam. We've got now some momentum. More and more, people are becoming more informed 
about the reasons for why we're doing this in the first place. And I think that it's easier for them to see now the role that they have in being able to actually make these changes happen. And that's Vice Admiral Raquel Bono, Director of the Defense Health Agency, about to retire. We're speaking with Federal News Network Scott Massioni. And Scott, the other big thing going on is that the DOD is considering the cutting of 18,000 medical billets. Why are they doing that? And is this going to happen for sure? Right. Well, we don't know that it's going to happen for sure yet. But if you remember the National Defense Strategy, it's all focused on lethality. And the services sort of took a look at themselves and said, well, we don't necessarily need all of these medical billets and we can sort of move these from the medical area into more lethal areas. So, you know, areas that you would think of as, uh, you know, uh, infantry or whatever that it might be. Tooth, not tail. Right, exactly. But you can't really move it. You have to replace. Yes. Somebody who's a really terrific dentist or surgeon is not suddenly going to become a special operations warrior. You're going to retire that person and bring in someone else. Exactly. Head for head, but... And the the current NDAA uh, that is still in conference has a provision in there that sort of backs off on this a little bit, asks for some more thought into it before uh, they go ahead and do it. So, you know, we'll we'll see if that actually ends up happening or not. But it is a big deal that, that Admiral Bono is thinking about very seriously and her predecessor will have to as well. And how are they going to make this happen? Right. So uh, Admiral Bono kind of explained that a little bit to me, and uh, you you can hear it here. So as we're working, as the DHA is working with the services, we are looking at what their requirements are from each of their respective military departments and looking to see where the patients are and and where the the, um, optimal places are to draw those those, uh, personnel and those billets out recognizing that there are certain areas where we have more robust support from our our managed care support contract and would be able to absorb the care of those patients a little bit more readily. Um, The other thing that we're working with the services is understanding, especially through the market construct, that if one service needs to pull out a certain uh, specialty, that another service can choose to hold on to some of those specialists, especially if we take the market approach. And so um, there's there's very there's some very elegant solutions that we can we can work together with, uh, recognizing that uh, that this is in support of the readiness of our of our overall military. Um, it, I think it's also important to recognize that about 25 percent of those um, of those billets are currently unoccupied now. And so we don't expect to see very much change here in the first first year, which which is good because it gives us time to kind of do the analytics to make sure we understand where the best place places are to take um, or reduce those billets. Again, Vice Admiral Raquel Bono, director of the Defense Health Agency. So, Tom, one of the things that I wanted to bring up is that while they take away these certain billets, you have to remember that the National Capital Region has 13 MTFs. They, they have a lot of choice to go where they want to. You can go to a foot doctor, a nose doctor, an eye doctor, whatever you want. When you're in Alaska, that is not the exact same thing. They don't have as many people up there. So the specialists that they may need as they take away these billets may also go away in small places like Idaho, Alaska, things like that. So what they're thinking about doing is hiring contractors. And one of the things that that sort of brought up for me to think about was, well, you know, 
we had a, a we're seeing an experiment in privatization right now with the military housing. Uh, this housing privatization was something that DOD took its eyes off of and has since uh, we're, we're seeing a lot of mold and mice and infestation in those housing. So I asked Admiral Bono, uh, you know, how this might be different, how they're going to keep uh, these these contractors accountable. And, and this is what she had to say. Part of the lessons that we learned in looking at what happened with the housing situation, uh, I feel actually the DHA now has is that centralized oversight. If you look at the housing situation, there was no centralized oversight, and it was very much driven by either um, locality or um, a particular department's approach to housing. And instead, under the medical system, it will be the Defense Health Agency. Right. And so she's saying you'll have a centralized area to kind of look at things and keep it accountable, unlike the decentralized uh, services system. Lots of change coming then. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni, thanks so much. Thank you. Be sure to check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 